Welcome to Get the Right Job. I'm Jeff Magnuson. In today's episode, we're going to talk about why it's so important to evaluate your career every six months. A lot of time can go by very quickly when you're at work because you're so caught up in your day-to-day and the projects you're working on and all the drama and everything else that's going on at work that a lot of times people do not take the time to evaluate where they are in their careers and if they want to change or if they're unhappy, what are the steps that they need to take in order to get there? And that's really important because those steps take time. If you want to move internally or if you want to move to a different group or you're looking for a promotion or things like that, all of that needs to be thought out ahead of time. Just because you want to move in May, let's say, doesn't mean that something's going to become available in June. Internally, it may need to be planned out because if you're going to move, you may have to interview, they may have to backfill your position, but they don't want to have you move on until you train a new person and so on. So that's why it's really, really important to stay on top of your career and to think about moving and what you want to do every six months. And I say every six months because it's not healthy to think about it every single day. You know, you can drive yourself crazy. You just don't want it to get to the point where you're so unhappy, that's when you start to think about it. Because then, if it takes another year from that point, that could be a really, really long year. Another reason why this is so important is because you're the only one who has your own best interest at heart 100% of the time. You have to take an active role in your career. You cannot rely on anyone, including your managers, to actively manage your career. They can and should help you, and the good ones will help you find something else or grow within your current role, keep you challenged, keep you motivated. But there are also plenty of managers out there who are not good or who are indifferent, who are selfish and don't want you to advance or don't want to lose you on their team And they're not going to help you at all. They might just give you an earful of excuses to drag it out or to say, hey, maybe next year, blah, blah, blah. Forget it. It is up to you and only you to manage your career. A lot of companies will talk about, we want you to succeed. We want you to grow. We want you to be a leader, et cetera. But actions always speak louder than words. And a lot of companies are all talk. Now, they're not all bad. Okay, sometimes there's just not opportunities available, especially in smaller or medium-sized companies where there's simply nowhere for you to go. But in larger organizations, there usually are. However, not not every organization is created equally. Uh, A lot of times you have to job search in secret because that's just the way the culture is. Other places are much more transparent where you apply internally, your manager is aware, other people are aware, you may have to interview for the role just like anyone else, and that's fine too. Every single place is different. You want to understand what is your current situation based on the role you're in in the company you are currently working at. Coming back to the manager for a second, managers, as I've talked about before in other episodes, are really, really important. Now, I don't mean they're important that they are gatekeepers to your success because ultimately they are not. Good ones will help you, like I said, but you have to make sure you understand what their motivations are. Because a lot of times, if you're a really good employee, 
Your managers may not want to lose you on their team because then they have to train somebody else or the team may not be as effective, but they're thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about you. And you don't have to feel badly about leaving them hanging or walking away from the team because you want to do something different. It's your career. It's your life. You're working hard for them. You ha- you're under no obligation unless it's a contract to stay with a group or a role in a position for a certain amount of time. You can move on freely, whether that's internally or leaving the company altogether to go somewhere else to advance your career. Another reason why evaluating your career is so important, and we'll get to the steps about how to do it in just a minute, but a lot of times if you're taking the steps to speak with your manager and kind of set a roadmap for yourself, keep in mind Let's say it's a, it's a year away, but it's looking promising that things will align for you to move to a different group or maybe take on a management position or a director position and have more responsibility. Great. But things happen at work. And let's say that management or upper management turns over and they come in with a different agenda or they don't want to move you, or they're going to move somebody else, or they're going to restructure all of the teams. So now your plan has just dissolved. It's nothing personal against you. It just doesn't fit anymore. That's why you have to be aware of the dynamics of the internal organizations, because you don't want to get caught with empty promises or having excuses made to you over and over again, or things out of your control happening where then you're left with nothing except for a ton of frustration. So how do you actively evaluate your career? So the first thing you want to do is during the course of your day-to-day, you want to keep track of all of your wins, accomplishments, or achievements that you have. It doesn't matter how big or small they are. Write them all down. Keep them in a notebook together. Send yourself emails. Have a Word document that you have saved. Whatever it might be, because trust me, you're not going to remember all of the wins. You'll remember a couple of things, and it's going to be really tough to think back three, four, five plus months about things that you did. It only takes a few seconds to jot down what you did, what you accomplished, the money you saved, the project you led, whatever, and it will pay off down the road. Because every six months, you want to pull out your resume, for starters, and you want to see if you can update your resume with a meaningful bullet or two. You don't have to write it perfectly, just write it down. So many people don't want to update their resumes. This only takes like 10 minutes every six months. You have your list of accomplishments. Just go through it. And maybe there's one or two that jump out right off the bat. Maybe there's others that you have to kind of combine and make it into a bullet or two. Whatever it is. The point is, you should be able to easily write a couple of bullets every six months. And if you're not, then that is a little bit of a flag. And you want to pay attention to why that is. Are you just coasting at work? Are you not given challenging assignments? Is it kind of the day-to-day same stuff every day? And is that okay with you or does that bother you? If you're okay with that, just keep in mind that showing progression on your resume, i.e. your career, is really, really important. So if you're in a rut or if you're just going through the motions doing the same thing every day, it could be tougher to get a new job down the road. 
I'm not saying it will be tougher, but it could be tougher because other people will be able to show accomplishment on top of accomplishment as they progress in their career in whatever role they're in. If you're not okay with it, then you need to speak with your manager and talk about, hey, you know, I'm, I'm kind of doing the same things. I need to be involved with a new project, a new product launch, helping with the reorg, whatever it might be in your organization, in your industry, in your group that you know is coming up. Do not allow your manager to approach you. Approach him or her and tell him or her that you are interested in growing and doing more and taking on something more meaningfully and maybe you can offload some of the day-to-day work. This may not happen immediately, again, but set a plan, set an intention with your manager so you can start to take steps to improve your situation. It's also important to know if your manager is just like not not really interested in helping you, then it might be time to look around because that's a really giant red flag and a giant sign that might say, hey, you know what? This person's not going to help you and they'll be happy to have you keep going through the motions until you quit or threaten to quit. Uh, and then they'll come around and try to pay you a little bit more money and give you some more promises, which may or may not materialize. This is why evaluating your career every six months is so, so important. It takes time to change. And from a timing perspective, in my, in my personal history and what I've learned working with clients, about on average, you know, 18 months to two years in a role is reasonable before you have the argument to, to try something new. So you want to be patient. So if you've been doing it for six months and you're bored, don't expect them to be like, okay, let's move you into something else because that, that's very disruptive and not always easy to do. And somebody else has to learn the role. There may not be a spot for you. But if you can plan it out ahead of time where they know that you're interested in going to this other group and there'll be a spot available, let's say in 11 months because somebody's going to leave or somebody's going to go on maternity leave in four months, that's how you plan it out. You have to be patient, but you don't want to be too patient. So like I said earlier, if they start in with, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll evaluate it at the end of the year, um, and then the end of the year comes, oh, there's nothing now, let's check back in six months. If they continuously kick the can down the road or make excuses for why it's not happening, that's not a great sign. A lot of companies will do this just to keep you kind of quiet and keep you working at your current level and hope that you'll forget about it or lose interest. I've seen this over and over again. You don't have to take that. If they're, if they're not willing to help you, you say, okay, thank you very much. You go back to doing your work. And at night and on the weekends, you update your resume, LinkedIn, and start researching companies and look for something else because that's a very clear sign that you could be stuck there for another year or two or longer and not progress because they are not willing to help you progress. So the bottom line is take stock in your career. It doesn't have to be every six months. It could be every quarter. It could be every month, wherever you are. Don't be afraid to just take some time, 10 minutes on the weekend or sometime quiet when you're not distracted, and evaluate where you are. Are you happy with what you're doing? What would you like to be doing? What would you like to learn? Are there other organizations or other groups within your organization that interest you? If so, how can you learn more about it? Can you set up informal chats with people? Once we're back in the office, can you set up coffees with people just to sit and learn more? I did that when I was at the bank on Wall Street. There was a different group I was interested in, and I met with somebody a couple of times, and he was, gave me the rundown of, of what they did and the pros and cons and so on, and I ultimately didn't pursue it, but 
it cost me nothing except I bought him a couple cups of coffee just to learn more about it. And it was really interesting. And I made a contact. He was a good guy. Be proactive with your careers. You don't have to talk to people about it. Speak with your manager. Be, you know, be open about it because I can promise you that only you have your best interest a hundred percent of the time. And when you take an active role, it will pay off down the road because you won't be stuck doing something and you won't feel as if you don't have control or somebody else has control. Because once you do this once and you make something happen for yourself, it's incredibly empowering and you'll see how easy it really is. It may take some time, but by you calling the shots and positioning yourself for the next step in your career or at your workplace, you will just be much happier and you'll realize that you can do pretty much whatever you want as long as you just have patience and persistence. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please drop me a line at jeffmagnusonconsulting.com and I'll be happy to answer. I'll see you at the next episode.